Welcome to Navigating the Modern World, a place to gain skills or new ways of thinking, coping, or approaching the areas of life that you may feel stuck, stagnant, fearful, or challenged. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Navigating the Modern World. My name is Kimberly Johnson. I am your host. I am a mindset shifter, a peace warrior, and a sex advocate. I do life coaching and sex coaching here in the Denver, Colorado area. If you have any interest in finding more out about my work, you can find me at KimberlyCoaching.com. I'm really excited about today's podcast. Um, I had a massive personal kind of aha moment yesterday, and I just wanted to share it with you. So I've been feeling pretty challenged in my life lately, and it's mostly based around time. So just feeling like I don't have enough time. I have this job that I work on the side um, where I manage a group of people. And then I have my life coaching business. And then I have a new boyfriend. And I also have like all these other projects that are going on on the side. And it's just a very, it's been very, very overwhelming. Um, I feel like I pretty much haven't like had a full day off in months. And I'm somebody who really easily gets pushed off balance. I kind of teeter on the edge anyway, because I like to work. Um, and but I also like to play. And when I don't have that balance of like lots of work and lots of play, I become imbalanced really, really quickly. And I've known that I was—I have been unbalanced for a while because um, especially around the sex education center that I've been working on with a group of women, I notice that every time I'm there, I'm like highly, highly um, sensitive, I'm like, I tend to get triggered easily by the things that they say. And that's for like a bunch of reasons, but it's also because I am teetering on this edge. And so yesterday I went to a cafe and I was like sitting and, um, I just began to get super, super curious. And so what arose out of my curiosity? So I was reading A Course in Miracles and the line that sparked it all was this. Um, what you do attests to what you believe. What you do attests to what you believe. So another thing that I wrote underneath it that is in my words, not in the Course in Miracle words. And this is what I tell my clients as well, is your beliefs drive your actions. Your beliefs drive your actions. So whenever you're in life and you notice that your actions are not the actions that you want them to be in the world, that it's not actually about the actions, it's about the belief that is driving the action. So 
with that, I would begin like I was thinking about the actions right now that I'm doing that do not feel in alignment with me. And one of them is this obsession, this like obsession with sugar. And I, it's like been kind of out of control. Even if I don't indulge, the thoughts around it are kind of out of control. So I began doing a practice that I do with a lot of the people that work with me. And so if we believe that our beliefs drive our actions, so I'm going to just walk you guys through it right now, but um, if we believe that our, if we believe that our beliefs drive our actions, then to get different action steps, you would have to have different beliefs. So I'm going to say that again, to get different action steps, you would have to have different beliefs. So the very first question I posed for myself is what would I have to believe to stop eating sugar? What would I have to believe deep in my heart to stop eating sugar? And the first thing that came up, and so I'm just like kind of free flow writing. And the first thing that popped up was you would have to believe you're going to live long. And for people who are maybe new to this podcast or people who don't know me closely, a story that um, feels very true to me and that I kind of um, might speak to often is this feeling that I'm not going to live long. And I've had this feeling for a while, probably, I don't know, 10, 12 years. And so I have this feeling and I speak to it. And so then when this came up, like I would have to believe I, that I was going to live long. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And then I was like, so then my very next inquiry to myself is, do you even want to live a long life? Like, is that something you're even interested in? Like, do you even want to live a long life? And then what came next was this very emotional answer of no. And what was behind the no was my whole entire past. My no was based around if a life is going to feel this hard, like it's felt like for the last like 10 to 12 years of like having a hard time in marriage, you know, like constantly being kind of in this place of like me questioning my marriage or my ex-husband questioning my marriage. And that was for eight years, you know, and, and then before that having like pretty severe depression. And then after, you know, when my marriage ended, then going through years of my marriage ending, it's like, whoa, it's like, I'm not only exhausted from just like the things that are happening in my day-to-day life here now, but I'm exhausted from like a decade or more of life. And when I heard that, tears kind of came to my eyes of like, if my life continues the way it has been, then no, I have no desire to live long. And that truth was super intense. It, um, it felt very real and honest. It also felt very much like also like awakening for me, like a deep awareness that I didn't even know was going on. And so then my next question was, so what would have to happen? Like what would have to be different about your life 
for you to want to live long? Like what would have to be different for you to want to live long so that you could like actually take care of some of your habits that are coming up now? Some of the like more addictive, distract, you know, destructive and distracting habits that are arising in your current reality. And so then like kind of floodgates opened, right? Because I'm like, okay, so if I wanted to live long, like what would my life have to look like? Like if, what would my life be? Like what would my daily life and my like longer vision of a life have to look like in order for me to want to live a long time? And it was like a bunch of things. It was like, I would want to have more laughter. I would want to take life less seriously. I'd want to work less. Um, I would like to really, really like cultivate in my love life, like this, this just like deeper, um, love and continue to love in a very like true, pure way. One that's not judgmental, one that's not, um, me trying to get anything from anybody, like, you know, not a relationship in thievery of any sort, like, and, and actually the guy I'm dating, the relationship is really, in my opinion, healthy and beautiful. So that felt good to like also recognize the thing that is going really well. Um, but even like, you know, not selling my soul for certain work and, um, doing the work that I'm really good at, which is my coaching work and hosting workshops and putting on events. And, um, and so I just like got really real with myself and also more adventure. Like I was like, I need more adventure. I need to be doing more spontaneous things. And then, you know, what became really clear too, is I need to be really like a ton more active. When I biked to Boulder on Wednesday, after that, I felt amazing. Like my body was in tune. I felt connected. I, and just like realizing that I need to be doing more of that and more studying and more sitting in meditation. Like, so this huge list formed. And then I was like, okay, so if we learn by contrast, then what do I have to let go of? Like, what do I have to let go of that is not serving me, that is giving me this feeling of deep overwhelm, that is giving me this feeling of like, life is hard. And what I also realized is that there's no turning back from this awareness. That yesterday I hit another point of awareness that like, I can never turn back from. Because if I'm in the headspace of I would rather die, then like, it is time to drastically shift and change. It is time to drastically shift and change because I have absolutely nothing to lose. I have absolutely nothing to lose. And it kind of sucks that it had to get to this point. And it's also like my biggest teacher right now. So then I made a list of all the things that I want to let go of and, and what I've just been doing the last like 24 hours is cleaning house. Like, um, I'm letting go of this big work project that I was working on on the side, which feels so right and so amazing to let go of. And it's like, it's also like, I got to this point where I was like, cause this, this side job, side project is pretty consistent income. And I was like, nope. No form of income is worth my life. No form of income is worth your life. No form of income is worth your life and feeling amazing in your life. 
So I like, am like letting that go. I had a really big conversation with them. And then just like saying only yes to the things that make me feel in ease and flow, make me feel inner, like inner peace, make me feel grounded and in balance. I'm not seeking like pure bliss and joy all the time because I know that that's just the other end of the pendulum swing. I'm not looking for depression and I'm also not looking for like high excitement all of the time. I'm looking for a balanced life. I'm looking for a life that brings me peace and brings me calm and that is driven in this inner knowing, not in this like heady space of like, you know, I want to, I'm going to change the world, but no, like, what are you really good at Kimberly? And what can you do that's sustainable for a long period of time? And it is my coaching. I, um, I worked with a past client the other night and then I, she, you know, she said some very nice things about my work. Like, you know, like one of the things she says, is just like, you know, you're amazing. You're so powerful. Like every time I work with you, I, and reminded like, whoa, you're so powerful. So I just like asked her really blatantly, like, what do you think I'm really powerful at? Like, what have I actually helped you with? And then she like gave me a slew of answers around like empowering her during challenging times, reminding her of her truth when she's forgotten, like all of these things. And I'm like, yes, this is my work. Like I am an encourager. I am deeply rooted in inner peace and I constantly am doing my own work. And I think that's what makes me a good practitioner. Not because I have answers that anybody else doesn't have within them. Yet I am doing the work daily to access my answers. And to have her mirror that to me was such like just such a gift considering all of the things that I am contemplating and working on and feeling. And so I want to just challenge anyone who's listening to this podcast. And I want you to realize and just sit with, not as if it's absolute truth, but as if it's a different perspective. So I call myself a mindset shifter because I believe that I have the ability to see different perspectives. And seeing different perspectives actually gives us freedom. When we get stuck in one perspective or one mindset, we suffer. And so I want to offer to everyone that if you're experiencing yourself doing these action steps that don't feel in alignment with who you truly are, I want you to just maybe pause and get curious and ask yourself, like, if we were to believe that your beliefs are driving your actions, then ask yourself, what would I have to believe in this, in this realm to be taking these actions? So, so let's say if you're, you know, you're overeating or you're eating sugar addiction, kind of like what I was talking about earlier, what beliefs, what beliefs do you have that are driving those actions and just list out all the beliefs that are driving you to take these actions and then ask yourself, so what beliefs would I have to have in order to have different action steps and, and be really clear about the action steps. So for me, it was like, what beliefs would I have to have to stop eating sugar? What beliefs would I have to have to go full on into my career and let go of this side hustle? What beliefs, like just ask yourself and be honest and just see what comes up. And 
If you do this and something profound comes up, please share it with me. You can share it with me at KimberlyEliseJohnson at gmail.com. You can also write me on my website, KimberlyCoaching.com. There's a contact sheet on that website. And, you know, I just want to let everyone know who's listening that you're not alone. We all go through periods where we are challenged and struggling. And they are our greatest teachers. And I feel like we could numb kind of like I've been wanting to do with sugar and um, with these distractive habits or you can do the work and get clarity and bring deeper awareness to your life which brings deeper connection and deeper truth and also like deeper contentment like I feel so content after doing that work yesterday I feel so connected with God I feel so connected with myself and my path. This morning, I woke up and, you know, it's like, it's 5 a.m. where I am and I'm making this podcast. And I woke up and I woke up utterly inspired. I woke up deeply in the truth of what I'm good at. And it's true that it took me to feel some pain and to go into some darkness and to understand what's actually going on. But it's so worth it. So I love you guys and I'm so grateful for this podcast. I'm so grateful for everyone who listens and I just please want to tell people to reach out to me if you want to share anything or if you need anything. Okay. Until next time, guys.